Yo, 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 look. We're just going to skip all the fucking pleasantries. All right, I'm Born Rebel, a.k.a. Zen. We got Tony Vega, uh, the ball mojito in here. We got playoff mode. But you know what? He's going to have to probably change his uh, name because playing like this, the team that we root for, probably not going to make the playoffs. So, look. (laughs) Not going to get the long intro. We're not going to do the small talk. Uh, Florida fucked us, okay? Florida fucked us. The Lakers are on a two-game losing streak. We are three and four, and we just went 0-2 uh, in the state of Florida. So, Florida two, Lakers zero. Yo, guys, what the fuck? What the, what the, what the fuck is this shit? Now, Tony... I know you had plans. We are recording this Monday night. We're dropping this on Tuesday. I know you had plans to remain sober on Monday. So how did you do? How did that turn out for you? Well, um, so, hi, this is Tony, Paul Mojito. Um, so here's the thing. I... I like to drink casually, and I wanted actually to just relax with a beer, with some wine, and see a game of basketball. I did not want to, on a Monday, hit the tequila this early. Like, it's... I I, I don't... I. Here's here's the thing. I don't know if this is gonna emotional damage. Yep. Did did that did that hit? Did that hit? Because that yeah, was it definitely hit. That that was that was like, hey, we can end the video there because that's basically what. This is an emotional damage weekend, like <laughs> emotionally damaged. Like it's it's uh it's rough. Like I I want it not like. The Lakers made me drink again. The Lakers made me drink again. There, there you go. Yeah, that's that sounds. Yeah. Uh, Zen. Yeah. <laughs> Playoff. <laughs> like, what? This is why people hate Mondays. Uh, this, <laughs> Playoff. What's up, man? Yeah, man. The <clears throat> the Lakers are single handedly ruining my sports fandom experience and like we're only seven games into the season that's the wild part and um i tweeted out i said you know the discourse around this team somehow has gotten worse than it was last year and i thought last year was like last year was toxic i thought that was like premium top tier toxic level but um, you know, the whole discourse around, you know, Westbrook and, you know, waiting for the inevitable trade and all that stuff. And just that whole situation, it was just so, it was just a terrible experience being a fan and watching on a night to night basis. And somehow we're seven games into this new season and it's worse. <laughs> and it's like, I look like, you know, we joked before about, you know, Laker fans can't have nice things. And it's like, it's absolutely true. And, well, you know, the more. Yeah. 
but go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same, which we were talking, we were just talking about that. But yeah, that's, look, that's, that's where I'll leave it. Yeah. Look, we are, re- we are recording this right after the Lakers loss to Miami. It was a game in Miami. Uh, we lost by, you know, Cam Reddish missed a three at the buzzer, uh, which I don't understand why he is shooting a corner three when we were down by one. Uh, we lost 107 108 just to give you a little snippet of what this what happened in this game. So we lost. That's one. Uh, LeBron played. Uh, how many minutes did LeBron play? Um, he played 37 minutes this game. So LeBron played 37 minutes. Okay, so um, AD is injured. He went out uh, right before the uh, right before halftime. Where it looks like some type of groin injury. He tried to uh, tough it out in the second half. He played two minutes, and um, his ass was, you know, he he went out. He came back in. I don't know why. I don't know why we AD needs to play through injuries in game fucking seven. Not game, not a game seven of a playoff series, but just game seven of the regular season. Um, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Um, it got so bad that LeBron ended up his jersey got ripped, and then he took off his jersey, um, like on the court, right? Like during a timeout. I'm sorry, if I was LeBron, I wouldn't have put I wouldn't have put another one on. I would have just nah, just like Cleveland, just like how he did Cleveland in 2010 when he, you know, the famous image of him walking through the tunnel. We're definitely gonna have to add that to the B-roll. Um, when he took off his jersey walking through the tunnel in Boston, and he took off the Cleveland jersey. I would have been just like that. Just take off the jersey. Mm-mm, nope, I didn't sign up for this shit. You guys are trying to kill me. Um, what the fuck? The last year playoff, I'm with you. Last year it was worse. I mean, this year it's worse because last year when we were two and ten, we knew that we had a broken yeah. roster. We yeah. knew no, this this no, this the same roster in it. But Robbie P, he did he made all the moves, he gave us depth. We 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 have a roster. We don't have one, we don't have two, we don't have three, we don't have four, we don't have five. We now have six players that well, no. We now have five players. Katorian Prince is back. Yeah. We have five players. Are we including AD yet? Because yes. I don't see him playing Wednesday. He's included in that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Guys, what what the fuck are we doing wrong? Like, Tony, what's up, man? Like, what are we doing wrong here? I mean, it's a combination of things, if I'm being honest. Um, since the beginning, so... Since the inception of this team, we saw that they went they went with the opposite of last season, which is they went with size, they went with 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 length, they went with basically like you see this roster on paper and you're like, My goodness, this is a different this is a good roster. This yeah. is insanely good roster. Unfortunately, we started the season without Vando. Now, you could say Vando is not like this missing magical piece where it fixes everything. But, okay, we can survive without Vando. Then out of nowhere, um, 
Gabe went goes down. Rui goes down. Okay, not a problem. Hayes goes down. Interesting. Anthony Davis goes down. Huh. T- uh, Torian Prince went down. Six players in the span of what? Two weeks? Two weeks? Six players just. Ooh. Random oh, injuries. Just gone. Just, just, just gone. So, I mean, hello to the neighbor here at Memphis Grizzlies in the Western Conference. How many players did they win out? Like five, including their star player? And they just won a game? Barely? I'm just saying, like, we're fortunate that it's happened kind of offset and not all at once. But at the same time, it's catching up pretty quick. So, in, in a sense, A, continuity is not there. So, we don't have continuity. We're, we're, we're trying to learn new things. We're trying to figure this out because it's not like Rui's starting because Rui's not available. It's not like, uh, it's not like we have Dennis Schroeder. We have Gabe Vincent. Where's Dennis Schroeder now? Like, where's 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 uh where's Gabe Vincent? Like, we don't have the continuity that we have last year. So this team is trying to figure it out with what they have. So there's a learning curve there. The problem with the Lakers is they haven't figured like they really are like they they haven't figured it out. They just haven't figured it out. Like on paper it makes sense on the court. It just, it, and, and by the way, I'm not even talking about that first quarter. That first quarter is, this is the first time in the season that we actually level-headed going into the second quarter. Level-headed. So it's like we are even. Because normally we're down double digits. We're down a significant amount. Like we are a bad first-half team. Like Bad, 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 bad. So, yeah, there's a lot of problems with this, with this team. You can say anything from injuries to construction of, of the team, but right now, we just don't have a sample size. Right now, we just looking at what we're seeing here, and it's like, it can even go further than that. It can even go to Darvin Ham. Like, like I'm, I'm wondering here, and, and sorry that I'm going long-winded here, but, bro, I'm looking up. When has Darvin have ever had a technical foul? <laughs> and by the way, shout out to Shub. Shout out to those guys because they said it, I think, when we lost to Orlando. And I'm like, yeah. eh, that's that's not a problem. And when I saw it today, I'm like, LeBron ca- got, got, got called a foul, uh, uh, technical foul for doing what? This? I, I, I don't know, man. Like, this is not a good look. Um, here's 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 where I'm at, and and I, and I know I'm going a little bit overboard. No, I do your thing, man. This shit, no, but um, yo, a contender doesn't act this way. Yeah, a uh, uh, a championship team is not an easy build. We took that we took that championship team and we shredded it apart in 2021. When we did all those trades, when we did like, we have no continuity. We're going against the grain. Even if we brought every single person from last season today, we would still have these these problems. And to playoffs point, 
bro, it's the recording of this is what no, November six. In November six, and we're talking about trades. We're talking about trade packages. We're not only talking about trade packages. We're also talking about like, yo, this player is trash. A Max Christie is trash. A this is trash. Like the fan base, like in game six or seven, is in shambles. Like pure shambles. And you know what's funny about all of that? They go on a two win, two or three win winning streak, and it's like we're oh, championship team again. We're, we're back. We're back. We're we're back. back. Yes. Hey, future me, when you're editing this, insert the 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 wire. The the guy just saying like, just say to everybody, we're back. Like it's <laughs> like shout I, out, Silva. Yeah, I, honestly, man, just to put a bow on it, going to an O to Orlando, I get it because Orlando was they compete. I, I even bet. They compete like if I have to compare games, Orlando competed more than than Miami. Mm-hmm. Orlando wanted it more than Miami. That's what's crazy. You know that is that is insane to me. Like I can understand why we lost the Orlando game. This game, it was there, man. And Darvin Ham. And by the way. I'm trying to. I'm struggling to find the 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 stats, but B-ball B-ball index has it. Um, Cam Reddish for the for his tenure as a player. My God, bro, he's he's a he's he's a he's a D a D. So, and not in the from three point shot. So, pause, but. You remember you remember when he was with the Knicks and there were folks that were saying that oh he only reason he doesn't play is because of this you know death bad boy death row east coast west coast beef between clutch and CAA and it was just a political issue nah he I can understand why give him playing time if he's not going to be consistent. Now, we know the Knicks are a poverty franchise. They don't have their shit together. But I'm going to say this. They were right. They were right about Cam Reddish. Like, first of all, in the Orlando game, because, look, we didn't just get uh, we didn't just get our heart broken in, uh, um, in Miami. You know, go, go up, drive up to 95. We got our ass kicked in Orlando as well. He was in the starting lineup. Two points. Thank you. whoop de doo um, Look, here's the thing, man. Like what I was saying earlier. Last year at this time, we knew we had a broken roster. We knew that Russell Westbrook at $47 million, we was not getting the production that, that justified $47 million. So it's like, okay, we need strength in numbers. We didn't have any other um, – yeah, we didn't have any other um, – we didn't have any depth. We needed to build strength in numbers. So it's like, okay, let's get rid of the 47 million in one person and bring that 47 million back uh, in five people. Okay, great. It just seems like we just have a whole bunch of broken parts. We got a whole bunch of specialists. You know, one of the things I've been saying in our um, in our playbacks um, is we don't have any hoopers 
we don't have any hoopers. And what I mean by that is, you know, Jay-Z once said, you know, put me anywhere on God Green's earth, I will triple my worth. Like guys that can jump in, guys that no matter where you put them, they'll they can make it work. We got a whole bunch of specialists. Um playoff. A lot of us was talking about oh, this four game um this four game road trip. We're gonna go four and oh. Let's go. We now all and two on this road trip. Um next game is against the Rockets. Uh Friday is in season tournament game. Uh we're at we're at Phoenix. And then Sunday, um, we go against the Trailblazers. I believe that's a ro- no, that's a home game for us. I believe that's a home game for the us against the Trailblazers. Yo, wh- how do you think we're gonna finish these first ten games, man? Oh man, um, I think that really depends on AD. Um, you know, I was. Um, obviously, whenever you see AD grab at any part of his body, you know, you take a deep breath because you just don't know. Um, and so <clears throat> before the game went to commercial, you could see him grabbing at his thigh. And then when they came back, they said he had been taken back to the locker room. And I'm like, okay. So I take a deep breath then. And then I get the alert that says that um, it's related to hip spasms or like in his groin area somewhere around there which obviously makes me scared based on how you know the season ended um in in 21 22 in the in the phoenix series um but no, no, it was 20, other, no it's 2021 so yeah 21 yeah 2021 um so then i see the the next alert that says that he's starting the second half i'm like oh okay you know because we we've seen him fall and, you know, hurts himself or, ex- or experiences an injury. And then he goes back to the locker room and he comes back and he's fine. Um, well, I felt encouraged when they said he was starting the second half. And then I actually turned the game on and I see him out on the floor laboring and just doesn't look like AD. Not able to challenge shots. Um, not able to guard Bam out of bio. Um not a good look. And so eventually they had to call a timeout, get him back out of the game. And then there was this weird sequence where they put him back in the game after that. And I'm like, and I understand AD, he's developed this reputation. And it's like, he, he really can't win because if he experiences an injury, then people are going to call him soft and Mr. Glass and all, you know, street clothes, all these, you know, different nicknames that people have come up with over. Anthony Medicaid Davis. Thank you. Um, no so I'm here. <laughs> all these additional nicknames. And so he can't win. So I see him out there trying to trying to tough his way through it, trying to play through it. But it's like if we're if we're using all this caution when it comes to role players and bench players, why are we not using that same caution when it comes to our superstar? I, you, <laughs> you know, I, I don't understand yeah. it. Um, you know what, brother? Here, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it, and it's like, so, you know, long story short, it's going to really depend on AD's health. If AD is out for an extended amount of time, that completely compromises our team and the complexion of this team and what it looks like. 
and you know this whole yeah. this whole bag of goods that we've been sold about continuity um you know like what tony was saying it's like we're going with continuity versus making a splash move you know we made it to the western conference finals last year we bring back that same team pretty much you know sprinkling some some additional talent you know we don't this this team came into the season with expectations of being a top four seed but it seems like even from the very beginning no one is taking it serious like seriously darvin like why why are we still like trying to do rotations or trying to figure out rotate it seemed like we didn't really start trying to figure out rotations until the season actually started we didn't do any yeah. of that in the preseason. yeah didn't, didn't understand and and you and we you and i have have had conversations and i just said it in our playback that yo we didn't take the preseason seriously at all we didn't we didn't have one game where it was a full dress rehearsal guys are playing quarters one through four we we were lackadaisical we took it for granted and here we are here we are um look this is probably going to want to be what i hope is our most horrific episode because <laughs> you know we should have released this last week for halloween because yo you know we're 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 on a two game losing streak the 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 you know after the our commercial break you know me and evan have a conversation um about magic johnson's retirement because we're dropping this exactly 32 years to the day um you know 32 years to the day of uh, him retiring due to uh him being infected with hiv so uh you know the lakers we just don't prosper in november <laughs> november is not good for us november is not our month <laughs> hey, <laughs> november is not our month you know let me say one thing apparently and I, I don't know how true this is but i'm seeing this on twitter uh, apparently ad made a statement that says he's confident that he'll play wednesday so you know i don't, I don't so know let's let's Okay, let's let's take the positives because I think there are some, some positives. There are some positives. Are some positive. One positive. Okay, here's a here's a positive. So Darwin Ham said that. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me quote this. Let me quote you, this. You, you had to say positive after I just mentioned the magic. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh gosh. <laughs> By the way, that's that's. Dirty, but um, yeah, hey, we're all about the puns. That's what the no, Zen, Zen's on a roll tonight. Zen's on a roll tonight. He had a he had a joke in the yeah. playback that was probably probably some of his best and worst work at the same time. I'm not gonna repeat it on the um, <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat it here. But <laughs> thing, good thing I missed it. Uh, by yeah. the way, if you want to hear the joke, please join our playback. It's yeah. absolutely free. Absolutely, it's, it's, it's comedy. Shout out to Howard and oh god. <laughs> Unforgettable yes. experiences. Yes. Again, if you're if you're bored watching alone and you're hearing this podcast, please follow us on playback. Yeah. It's absolutely free. Hey, if you're watching I, on I YouTube, I guarantee that you're gonna have a laugh. Yeah. You're yeah playback.tv. Playback.tv slash PGM fan cave. We're we're so, thinking we're thinking of renaming it Lakers Fans Anonymous, you know, for oh gosh, you know the <laughs> <laughs> the nightly fuck that uh, we we filed a we're filing the trademark purple and orange mine starting next <laughs> week 
coming in hot. All right, this is some bullshit. <laughs> but 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 go ahead, Tony. Sorry, I mean, no, nah, you're fine. But here's a quote from Darvin Ham again. Great, Darvin Ham says Anthony Davis is in great spirit, but offers no other update. Then Darvin Ham says Cam Reddish got an awesome look at the buzzer. Again, quote unquote awesome look. So that's his words. At the buzzer, and that's the shot that they would encourage him to take. He praised Cam for his overall effort. Quote unquote, we're not in this game. It's not a close game without Cam's contribution on the defensive end. Now, I'm sorry to say this. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. He's a master. Can I say something? I, I know. Hold on, yeah. player. I want to say this real quick. So you look. You know how much I love politics. Now earlier today, I was, uh, you know, I was watching the CNN coverage of because uh, Donald Trump was on the stand for you know his loss, um, his trial in New York, right? And you know they're saying all the stuff. You know, there there's no cameras in the in the courtroom, so they were they're pretty much reading everything that he has said, and I'm just like. After listening to what Trump was saying earlier today and listen to what you said about what Darvin Hem, his statements, I still can't figure out which one's the most dishonest man in America. It's a toss up to me. It's a real toss up. I'm not I'm not sure which one is more dishonest, but uh, yeah, go ahead, player. What what else do you have to say? This is some bullshit. Man. Well, what, what I don't understand is if we're actually trying to – it's the last possession. We're down by one. We're trying to win the game. Cam Reddish is a defensive specialist, right? Can we can we all agree with that on that? Like there's Ooh. no <laughs> – Cam Reddish. Like, what sport? <laughs> Tony, let me – Softball? Is he a, is he a defensive specialist on this team right now? He's definitely not an offensive specialist. I'll be honest, he's not an offensive specialist. Like, like I think Cam at this <laughs> point. No, here's the role that Cam's trying to fit. He's trying to fit the catch and shoot, corner catch and shoot, or just defend catch and shoot. Basically, that that's basically what Cam Reddish is. In his career, he's not a good three point shooter. Yeah. We we know that they're trying to force him to be a three point shooter. Again, he's below thirty. He's below thirty four percent from from three point land at his best. So, and that's on not good volume either. So, we know that he's not a three point shooter yet. We have him in this roster to do what exactly? And 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 mind you, we're five players down. Exactly. Yeah. So. It's it's Cam Reddish or Maxwell Lewis or Max Christie, but Max Christie was already on the floor. That's that's what people okay. don't understand. Like, like, like you you need to rest players, and then when D'Lo, by the way, D'Lo, shout out to you for getting teed up for just clapping. Like that's <laughs> I forgot about him. He literally he's not the reason why we lost. <laughs> Well, wait, he is the reason because probably Cam Reddish is not in that he, position. He would have been there, exactly. It would have been him taking yeah. that shot. 
And Which, then we would have blamed him if he clanked it. Exactly. But, see, see, D-Lo, see, D-Lo's smart. See, what he's doing is people geez. can't complain about him being bad on the court if he's not on the court. See, he's thinking he's two steps ahead of y'all trying to get him traded. If he's not on the court, y'all can't say he's playing bad. But, uh, okay, this is such a fan thing to say. Believe me, I don't want to say it. Because currently how it feels, it's exactly like we're playing politics all over again. You remember the the Patrick Beverly politics? Like, oh, no, Patrick Beverly. And we're like, yo, we're not supposed to go to that. Like, Patrick Beverly is not a wing defender. Let's stop with a cap like that. And and again, we 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 had those three to four guard lineups didn't didn't work. We're seeing the same kind of trend now. Where it's like you're playing politics. Like there's situations where I'm like, yo, Max Christie could contribute more than Darwin. Sorry, than than Cam Reddish. And by the way, Cam Reddish has had good looks, and I mean good outings. I'm not trying to just knock on the dude that he's just been terrible. He's been great to a certain point, but that's that's the he's showing more and more that he's a project. Yeah, for sure. That's that's the thing. Like he's not. If the Lakers can extract something cohesive out of that, that's great. And and by by the way, shout out to shout out to to Edwin. Uh, Edwin Garcia, he just uh, he just posted something here that's actually interesting. Uh, where is it? Yeah, it's here. Basically, he said, ah, basically that a- the AD, yo Edwin, what the fuck did you do? You took you took it. He took it down. He deleted. <laughs> oh damn. Okay, no, because it was AD's comments. So AD basically saying that he that he went in. So he went in, in in halftime. He felt good, went in the court, spazzed out, whatever that means, spazzing. Then it, it felt good again, then spazzing again. Then it felt good, spazzing. I don't know. That sequence of words that I use is really bad. But what I'm trying to get at is, like, AD was trying. And it seems like he was feeling good, and then, yeah, once he no got bueno. back on the floor, he started feeling it again. Yeah, I'm trying to find the exact tweet, but no, nah, it's not. I got it's it. not pulling up. I got it. Found it, says, it? Uh, yeah, felt fine coming out of halftime. Then it spazzed out again. Felt fine for a longer stand, three minutes. Kind of spazzed out again. I'll be fine. I'll be ready to go Wednesday. Yeah. So, again, the the spazzing out like. So the good thing here, in my opinion, if you want to get some good news, does it sound like a tear? Yeah. Doesn't does sound, sound like a sprain. Mm-hmm. It sounds more like he either had too many mimosas, too many mo- 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 mojitos, or the drink of last night was not favoring him. I don't know, man. Like at at, at this point, Miami Laker won. Nation. Miami, no, Miami on won. and off, on and off the court. They Miami won. Jesus Christ. Zen, question. 
Are we a championship squad? No. I can't believe no. you're asking him that right now. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Hey, I, I'm not at all. Yo, because this is the sentiment. This is the actual like this is how we feel right now. Like we feel like um yeah, this this shit is the shit seems cooked. And yeah, it's game not seven. Not at all. And and look, and here's the it, thing. it's game seven, seven right? In. We're seven games We're seven. into the season and the season is cooked. Ooh, yeah, because how does look, that sound? Look, Here's the thing. Is it, it's sound? still early. Okay, look, we know. Last season, we were 0-5, 2-10, and we made it to the conference finals, got swept. Okay, so we know things can turn around. And we are not in as far of a um, – we did not dig ourselves as deep of a hole from a roster standpoint, from a record standpoint, as we did last season. So, okay, cool. We're closer to sea level than at right now than we were last season. Um, at this point, last season, one of the things, and we spoke about it last week, but one of the things that um, I'm not liking: every game is a grind. LeBron yeah. James just played another 37 minutes tonight. Um, we from after game one. Oh yeah, we're going to keep him from to 39 uh, 29 minutes. Every other game, he has been. At playing at least 33, it's been one game he played 40. We've already had a couple overtime games. It's not sustainable. Yes, there's time when we when you watch the. Um, I think LeBron had a couple of um, chase down blocks tonight in the for the Miami game. When you watch him, there's times that you're like, "Whoa, whoa is this guy 38 or 28?" He's phenomenal. We also saw how he ended the season where just like that last game, he scored 40. He scored 40 in game four against the Nuggets, but he scored 30 in the first half. In the second half, he could barely walk. It's just not, it doesn't, it's not sustainable. Um, And yeah, it's not sustainable. And of course, when each person goes down, isn't it crazy that the 38, that the oldest guy on the team is the healthiest? And he's also the best player. Um, and mm. I'm not going to get on AD. Not yet. <laughs> no, no, I understand what you're saying about like AD. Okay, yes. AD has been has been great for us. But when I'm just talking, when I say best player, I'm talking about when it comes to the clutch moments. Okay, I got LeBron you. Has yeah, to yeah, go yeah. up. When for it comes sure. to the yeah. clutch moments, when it comes to like, okay, who's going to be the star? Cool. Um, AD is just such a, he's, AD was a candidate for a Western Conference Player of the Week. He could have won. Okay, the, the night in Orlando. Say it again. So he lost it to Steph. Steph won. He lost it to Steph. He lost it to Steph, but he was a candidate. He had seven blocks in the Orlando game. I just saw a statistic that through the first six games, he is tied with Shaq for the most blocks in um you know just in the first six games at twenty two. He's He's leading the league in blocks at 3.7. Uh, I know he had one block tonight. Obviously, he left the game early. Um, so it's not a championship-winning squad. Um, I don't see it right now. I do realize that we can change. We can tweak some things. Darvin Ham has not been doing a good coaching job. That's, you know. And by the way, folks, we are dropping a new hoodie for coach pockets. So go to 
by the time you by the time this air this podcast drop podcast drop please i encourage you go to purplinggoldmines.com check out the pgm merch you will see the coach pockets hoodie and if you wonder which hoodie is the coach pocket hoodie don't worry we will make it easy for you um yeah uh like 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 Shaq said like Shaq says put underdog put that on a shirt mojito put that on a hoodie yeah we're going to we're going to take care of that coach pockets thing um he's lacking yeah. emotion i i see lebron advocating for fouls and uh talking to the ref more than him he's not defending his players when it comes to uh fouls uh he's not advocating for them sometimes you need to do the coach popovich thing and just go off let your even if it gets you ejected just tonight, to, just so you yeah go ahead sorry. playoff no i'm saying tonight would have been the perfect night for that because i mean i just need and you know when I first was listening to the, the, the space about, you know, how Darvin Ham doesn't have any technical fouls, I was like, man, this is kind of a silly conversation. But the more I think about it, especially with Braun getting a technical foul tonight, it's like Braun is like one of the least, like, I, he rarely gets technical fouls called on him. Rare. And so this would have been a perfect opportunity to show some sort of fire because that's, that is one of the huge criticisms about coach ham is that he just, it's like, he's, he's, he's a Laker fan cosplaying as the coach, like who, who has the best seat in the house. He's literally, he's literally standing there on the sidelines with his hand in his pocket, just enjoying the game. And it's like, bro, I you're getting, believe I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, he's like like a Make a Wish kid or something. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but it's like I need to see some sort of fire from you. You don't see him. You don't see him light. Like you don't see him like lit in the players. You don't see him like get into it with referees. Like you just don't. He's just there. He's like an empty shell. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's like absolutely. I need to see some sort of fire. I need to see that you're invested in this in the success of this team, because this can go south really quickly. And it's like he does not understand the gravity. He he does not. He's not coaching. It does not appear like he's a coach for a team that came into this season with championship or bust expectations. He just doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't look the part. Yeah, and I I've seen Phil Jackson. Um, I've seen Phil Jackson, a person who consume uh peyote, a person who is known as the Zen master, have show more anger and fire on the sidelines exactly. than what Darvin Ham yeah. is doing. Um, look, I look, folks, we had a whole rundown. Okay, we were going to talk about the uh, now that James Harden is with the Clippers and he's going to be, you know, they announced he's going to he's in the starting lineup. What was that going to look like? Who would, you know, which one of our guys would be guarding that starting lineup? We were going to talk about all types of stuff. You know, obviously, shout out to CJ McCullum. McCullum, uh, he's dealing with some shit. Um, you know, we want yeah, him to get healthy. Uh, we were, we had a whole rundown of stuff. We I even was going to introduce this new segment, like, you know, absurd 
news of the week. It was going to be about how this woman was going to was trying to smuggle giraffe poop uh, and make necklaces. Like she got caught, caught by customs. Yeah. Where do you Look, find absurd this? news of the week? This woman was. Uh, yeah, I, I found it on. I, I like found came across this article, and this woman was going to like you know she got caught with the whole bunch of giraffe poop, and they asked her what the hell is she doing with it, like customs, and she was like, oh, I was going to use it to make necklaces. Uh, we were going to talk about that, you know, and but I'm not in the mood to talk about giraffe poop because you know we're dealing with Lakers poop, just purple and gold shit. Purple and gold piles of shit. I don't have much else to say. Uh, we got we got what three more games this. Uh, we got what three more two more games this week, or, or what? Between now and the next episode, we have uh, what? We have Rockets next. We have Rockets on Wednesday. Um, in our first in season tournament game against the Suns on Friday. We got Trailblazers on Sunday. So let's just do this. Between now and Sunday, guys, what do you think? How many games are we winning between now and Sunday? Uh, if AD plays, I think we – there's two games, you said, between now and Sunday? Or three? Sorry. Three. Three. Rockets, Houston. Suns, and, uh, yeah, Houston, Phoenix, and uh, Trailblazers. If AD plays, 3-0. You know, Bradley Beal's coming back, and Devin well, Booker, and we barely we barely beat the team when it was just KD. Well, and that was at home. Well, look at this: we beat the Clippers, who are just as talented. Now, granted, they didn't have James Harden, but just as talented of a team as the Suns on paper. So, I feel like if AD's healthy and they actually go into that game and take it seriously. Maybe get you know Rui back as well. I could I could see us winning that game. I'm trying to keep my I'm trying to I'm trying to stay with Tony. Um, yo, I'm trying to fight for my life here, man. Like this shit's <laughs> like I I I don't know what to tell you. Like I'm getting I'm getting bookmarked. It's been as minutes since I got bookmarked, <laughs> and and this guy this guy solo. Which I see you. Oh God! He had a I had a poll in October third, saying, "Who has a better team, the Warriors or the Rockets?" And he basically quote tweeted me and said, "Um, "Who has a better team, Lakers or Rockets?" (laughs) Rockets are a five hundred team right now. We are not. We are not. I talk a, about I talk about opportunity. I'm just saying, like he was sitting on that shit for how many oh, games? For sure. He was waiting. <laughs> He's waiting for the tri- triple zeros to hit. And Jesus Christ! <laughs> I what's a, what's I the a, question? I have a, well. He wanted to know how many wins you think we get from 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 now until Sunday. So what's the schedule? Because Houston, I, Rock, Rockets, Phoenix, Trailblazers. And they're all road games. All road games, uh, no back-to-backs. Every other day. Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. 
Okay. The positive in me would say that at I don't know which game we'll lose. I don't know which game we'll win, but I'll say uh, we'll Phoenix. Stay at- We're losing Phoenix. I'm not sure about that. Mm, Tony, let me tell you how bad it's going to be. Tony, Austin Reeves is going to be three shades darker because he's going to get sunburned. By the way, shout out to Austin Reeves because all the hate out there and he was for this team. Best game of the year. So, can you, can you, so he had in the Orlando loss, he had 20 points. In this game, how much did he have again? 23? 23. Yeah, twenty-three. Yeah, I was told. I was told that he's not a twenty-point per game player, but again, it's too early to tell. Of course. Can can I but, can I say a can I say a racial joke? You almost said no. No, <laughs> depends. <laughs> it's bro. You don't. You're not gonna destroy PGM. So come on, don't do it. <laughs> don't. Look, don't I'm do not it. trying to destroy PGM. I'm just gonna say this, which as great as Austin Reeves played, and as crappy as everyone else. I can see why there's stereotypes about us being lazy. Just saying, folks. That's all. Just, just keep going, Tony. Just keep, keep rolling. <laughs> just keep rolling. All right. So anyway, um, regardless, I feel like we can win probably one or two of those games. I do believe that we could win the, the Suns game. Like I'm being honest because, okay. Beal book. Let's say Beal Booker comes back for that game. Let's say that they have the whole three there. That's the first time that they're gonna play basketball. Mm-hmm. Normally, there's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. There's opportunity in that. That I'm. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm. That's all I'm gonna say because they're gonna. They're not gonna play or, or organized basketball. They're gonna have turnovers. They're gonna have opportunities. So the Lakers, if they can capitalize, great. If they don't have Anthony Davis for for, for that game, it's going to be rough. Yep. They may not. If they don't have Anthony Davis for this stretch of games, we might not win another one. We may not win any of them. Like, I'm that's going. Just, it's just a fact. Like winter I don't like that's AD. how important Anthony yeah. Davis is. Look, and by the winter way, without those, AD, yeah, go ahead. No, for all those who are clamoring that Christian Wood, that's why we have Christian Wood. Of course, that's why we have Christian Wood. But Christian Wood cannot replicate an ounce what of what is. Anthony Davis does on the defensive end. Nope. So just keep that. Just keep the same energy. That's that's all. Like he's just a better Look. Thomas Bryant. Oh God! Look, with or without AD, I'm saying one and two. Um, Rockets game. I don't trust if Anthony Davis plays on Wednesday. I don't think he'll be healthy. Um. From the way he was grimacing and in pain, like it's it's okay to say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be good for Wednesday." Now you're full yeah. of adrenaline, mm-hmm. but go to sleep because they're going to spend the night in Miami, most likely. Um, arrive in Houston tomorrow. Uh, which look, man, talk about talk about setting up a team for failure. You get a few, you get a couple of, you get a few nights in uh, Miami. And then you go into H Town for two nights. Okay, <laughs> okay, better behave yourself. But uh, look, I think one and two. I think with with uh, with Houston, I don't see Anthony Davis being healthy. Um, I hope he's not compromised. Um, 
I think with Houston, they're such a young team that they're going to say, you know what? We're just going to run. It's going to be like a, the Coach Carter movie. Remember when Coach Carter just had them running at first before he, he uh, before they even touched the basketball? I think they're going to run us out the building, which is our kryptonite. Um, is this going to be the Dylan Brooks revenge game? Like, really? Really? Uh, that Phoenix game, look, I'm just, I'm, look, I'm a Laker fan, folks. I love my team. But I'm just looking. We're going to have that three-headed monster playoff. You already know. I've been saying we'll take take Phoenix seriously. You're going to have a road game. You're going to be on the road against Phoenix. And this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with Durant, Booker, Beal. We're dealing with them for the first time together. This is a team that that crowd is going to be going crazy for. First time of the season. The crowd is going to be crazy. And on top of that, we're going to have to play on those weird-ass courts because it's an in-season tournament game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is an in-season tournament game. Nah. forgot about that. Yeah, it's an in-season tournament game. So we're, they're going to be playing on those weird-ass courts. Nah. Mm-mm. Guys are going to forget where the three-point line is. They're going to be confused about where the three-point line is. I guarantee you, one and two. Now, I'm not worried about uh, – I'm not worried about, you know, dominating. I'm not worried about him. <laughs> not at all. And I'm also not worried about the social media, uh, social media folks of the trailblazers kick rocks for blocking us. But, you know. Did they block PGM? I'm not or did sure what we could ever say. No, they bought, no, they blocked PGM. They mm. blocked PGM, which, which, you know, you would think it would be the Knicks that would block us first. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, it is what it is. Um, guys, we needed, we had to scrap this entire rundown to um to vent because this is some bullshit. We left, we went into Florida, Florida one, Florida two, Lakers zero. Um, look on the other half, on the other side of this uh, commercial break, there'll be a dope conversation between Evan and myself. Um, talking about Magic Johnson and you know just just going through that press conference and all of the retirement as a fan uh, at that time. Um, so yeah. Um, <sighs> is there anything else to say about this fucking team? Just buckle up, man. It's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long ride. And well, I don't know what's the point of buckling up if we're going to drive off a cliff. <laughs> um, you know what? That's that's um. <laughs> At least we got the music, right? Yeah, let's just have fun. We got and the that's music. That's all we can do. Yeah, man. It's, it's hey, win, lose, or draw. Win, lose, or have draw. Fun. Have fun. <laughs> that's that's fun. what we're here for. Let's have fun. Yeah. And like, let's I'm... just do an emotional damage. Just... I'm, not, I'm not stressing over no game that. 
I don't I don't get paid to to play the sport. I I enjoy it. You know, we have to a part of this content thing. We give our reactions, but I can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be it would be nice though that our coach could technically tell us exactly what Ken Reddish has done. I can't care more than the coach does. And apparently, yeah, our coach, our coach doesn't. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't. I can't either. So, in in the end of the day, it's still games. It's still seven games into the season. It's still early. Yeah, if we, got- we even go by the standings, like the Rockets are making the playoffs. We got seventy five. We got seventy five like, more games. Right. It, it is what it is. Dallas seems like they're invincible. Uh, we got bigger fish to fry. Just saying, like. Uh, Boston actually got their first loss, and by the way, that was against Minnesota Timberwolves, which they look pretty nasty. Timberwolves look so, good. Look very nasty, very nasty. So, yeah, um, it's not about. But here's here's the moral of the story, and then we'll go to the commercial. It's not about how good your team is; is when they're good. So, mm, saving best Hopefully, we peak at the right time. I hope. There you go. (laughs) All right, folks. Um, (laughs) Thank you for the pause, then. (laughs) Yeah, just... Yeah, just... What's to say a dead clock is... You know, right twice a day. Right, tw- a broken clock is right twice a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a long ass season, um, folks. We'll be back uh, after this commercial break. Um, this team fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. <laughs> we'll be back. Great conversation between Evan and Evan Moore, um, host of the Hoops Zooted podcast. Also the writer of Late Night Lake Show. So you know what? Um, I think it's a dope conversation. Please um, stay with us after this commercial break, and we will be back. (sighs) Team fucking sucks. Just an absolute, unacceptable, unforgivable screw-up of a year. And it's, according to StatMuse, it's historically unprecedented. Watching Laker fans react to common sense moves over the weekend was quite something. None of these moves are Danny Ainge. They didn't reshape the roster. He came into this world as the son of a coach, but in these playoffs, he became the Lakers' daddy. There will be a time.
the itsy bitsy spider went up the spout again. Today is, you are listening to this, this episode drops of Meeting of the Gold Mines on November 7th, Tuesday, November 7th, 2023, and it is exactly 32 years, the 32 years since Magic Johnson retired because of his infection, of his, excuse me. Tony, cut that out. Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Please cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. <laughs> All right, so, folks, we are back. Um, today is a today's uh, going to be an interesting conversation. Um, we're not talking about today's Lakers. You know, we already did that. You guys already heard that earlier. But had to have a special conversation today because, look, this, this episode drops on November 7th, 2023. And exactly 32 years ago, November 7th, 1991, the greatest point guard, Mr. Magic Johnson, Irving Magic Johnson, retired due to his infection of the HIV disease. And, you know, 32 years, he's number 32. We had to have a conversation about it. So you know what I did? I had to hit up one of our homies. He's been on the podcast a few times. He is a person I consider a brother. He is also the host of Hoops Zooted and the writer for Late Night Lake Show. Shout out to the whole crew. Mr. Evan Moore, what's up, brother? How are you, man? Thank you for welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I appreciate you having me for this conversation. You know, like, yeah, anytime I get to talk about the Showtime Lakers, is great but yeah this is yeah this is a you know it's a sad anniversary but you know it's also kind of a happy anniversary because you know magic is still here and you know back there yeah back when he made that announcement we were worried that he wasn't going to be so yeah yeah owner of the dodgers owner of the dodgers owner of a shitload of starbucks one he um what he's the owner of a pepsi cola plant in uh in the dc area Speaking of DC, he's also a, a owner of the Commanders. L- life's been good for him. Life has been pretty good for him. But I uh, want to have this conversation, man. Thank you for joining us. And, you know, so I wanted to start off. I wanted to paint a picture because, look, you know, Magic, a few weeks, about a month or so ago, and you and you spoke about it on the on this podcast, that... You know, he was, you know, his name was in a lot of people's mouths because, you know, some jackasses in Northern California wanted to say how much Steph Curry is the greatest point guard of all time. So I want to paint a picture before we get to the press conference, because you watched it live. Um, You felt the emotions. You lived through those emotions. You watched him in his prime, in his career. I want to get to that, but I want to uh, paint a picture of what Magic was still doing in the 1990-91 season, uh, his last full season in the NBA. Uh, what was going on with the Purple and Gold, it was the first season without Pat Riley. Um, 
We hired Mike Dant. I mean, Mike, not D'Antoni. Hell no, not Mike D'Antoni. We hired Mike Dunleavy <laughs> Sr. Fuck no, no, that, that was a nightmare. We hired Mike Dunleavy Sr. We signed Sam Perkins. Um, the Lakers finished the regular season 58 and 24. If we can win 58 games this year, I would be pleasantly surprised, but that's a whole nother story. Um, we finished second in the Pacific Division, third in the Western Conference. Um, big game James Worthy led the team in scoring at 21 uh, points per game. Magic averaged 19 and a half, seven rebounds, 12 and a half assists. Um, John Stockton, he was second to John Stockton, who was averaging over 14 assists per game. Um, Magic was selected um, to uh, as an NBA All-Star. Um, the Lakers did lose in five games to those Chicago Bulls. Um, I had to do some research. Some guy named Michael Jordan, he averaged 31 points and 11 and a half assists that game. Um, Evan, I know this is a sore spot for you and why you have beef with him, but um, do you want to let folks know how good this Michael Jordan guy was? And, you know, um, if you want to just if you have anything to say about him? No, no, I don't. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to no. that guy? <laughs> no, he was, he, he was fucking phenomenal, man. Like, yeah, the, like, especially in that finals, he was, he was fucking incredible. Like, you know, before that in the finals, you know, like I had always held Dr. J in such high regard because he had that, incredible you know under the backboard you know up and under move that he did in the finals and then and then mike in those finals it wasn't it wasn't under the backboard but he does a as he's coming up the lane switches hands and does you know it was reminiscent but not the same and like yeah it was just like yeah he was on another level at that point and yeah very very frustrating because i remember i remember them taking game one and I was at a friend's house watching with, with some other friends and they, you know, they all hated the Lakers and like, you know, we're talking all, all kinds of shit to me all game. And like when Sam Perkins hit the winner for that game one, it was in Chicago. Like I jumped up and I'm like, yeah, see, I told you we're going to get this. Cause I'm thinking in my head, like, Oh, we just stole one at home. But then they roll off the next fucking four straight, <laughs> take all three of the them. But yeah, unbelievable. Like, yeah, they, they were incredible. Well, I would just say it went all downhill from there for Mike. Not sure what happened to that guy. But um, <laughs> all right, so we got our ass kicked in the finals. We lost in five games. What was the expectations going into that 91-92 season? Oh, low. You know, we'd lost our leader. You know, our, you know, our chief, our general, he was gone. Like, you know, it was sad. Like, you know, it was also kind of bittersweet for me, you know, because like my favorite player wearing his jersey right now. He took the reins as the number one player. And so like, you know, I was I was excited from that standpoint. But like, yeah, I really did not have expectations. Okay, so wait, wait, hold on. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. Real quick, real quick. Remember, Magic made the announcement on November 7th. So I'm so I'm asking from from the summer. From the summer after oh, the, gotcha, from the summer. Final, oh yes. What was the okay. expectations for the team for that following season? Because this is pre 
retirement for Magic? What was the expectation? Oh, Magic's coming back, back to the finals. We were we were thinking back to the finals because we we still had, you know, the core of that team, you know, coming back, you know. And yeah, like I was thinking definitely, you know, back to the finals and, you know, we we're, we're not going to let Mike get another one. That's what I was thinking before. But yeah, I'm I, I apologize because I'm, you know. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. It's all post, good. you know, yeah. post press conference. It was, yeah, it so it was, you know, pre press conference. Like you're thinking everything's good, you know, off season. You're, you're thinking like, yeah, we're we're gonna go back and we're we're not letting Mike get another one. But then post press conference is just in the basement. It's like I don't know now. <laughs> you know? All right, well, so let me ask you. So that ninety, so that preseason. Okay, Magic is missing some games. He ended up missing the first three games of the regular season. What was the rumblings? Because, you know, we now we do know, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. We do know that before the press conference, he had, it was, I guess, he was told, he was notified of the, of testing positive a few weeks before because he wanted to get life insurance and, you know, you have to do the physical and the medical exams. So as a Laker fan, what was, but he's also missing games. And they said, Oh, something because of his stomach, a a stomach ailment, like they called it. What was, what was the rumblings? Like what was the rumblings in the press as a Laker fan? Magic's missing games. This is unlike Magic. What was what was what were you hearing? What was the rumblings in the press and the media and all that? Yeah, I mean it was it was weird. It was like kind of like you know things were at, at the beginning, you know, leading up to the press conference, you know, we would we'd hear it it seemed like it was no big deal. It was like, "Oh, he's just, you know, he's just sitting out, you know, maybe they're just resting him up for, you know, for his age now." Like it was it was just thought of as, you know, no big deal. Like, Oh, he's just not, not playing. And then it was, you know, as we got closer to the press conference, you know, like I think a few days out where like little rumblings of him possibly being sick started becoming in the report. So then that's when people started speculating and yeah, like, you know, a lot of people had, you know, different ideas, but I don't, I don't think any, any of us knew, you know, like the magnitude of what he was going to say in that press conference for sure. But like, yeah, like it was, it, it didn't get weird until, like I said, a, a few days before the, the press conference when, you know, when talking about him being sick and it was like, then like you, you saw the like national reports kind of shift a little bit too of like, wait, maybe something more is wrong. And yeah, it was, so it was weird and eerie. And then like, yeah, when the press conference came, like, yeah, I I was home and, you know, I had to watch it live because I had to know what the hell was going on. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, here's the thing. He um, I was in my research um, prepping for this episode. I watched I went on YouTube and I watched the CNN coverage of it. And the reporter right before Magic starts speaking was like, yes, expected for Magic Johnson to announce his retirement due to. HIV. So it's like some of the press knew there were rumblings. Uh, I guess the rumors started to come out. And now, folks, we are in 2023. HIV, I'm not saying it's something in the past, but I just want to give a little. It's not something that's real prominent nowadays. I think, if anything, nowadays, like obviously, folks, wrap your shit up. 
But, you know, nowadays we're more worried about catching a clap or herpes, you know, as opposed to HIV. It's not something that's really in the lexicon nowadays. But I just really, but that wasn't the case 30 years ago. And I just really want to take a minute to really just paint a picture of how this was. It officially became HIV slash AIDS. It's connected because HIV can morph into AIDS if it's progressed enough. But it officially became a global epidemic in 1984. Okay. Um, give you a little st- story. It's not something that I really, it's not it just, just to show you how times were different. In 1985, Ryan White, a teenager from Indiana, he was a, he was a hemophiliac. He contracted AIDS from a blood transfusion. No actions of his own. He didn't go. He didn't have sex unprotected. He didn't share a needle. He contracted AIDS from a trans a blood transfusion. But the fucking piece of shit parents in that Indiana community feared he would expose their children to AIDS. And it resulted in him being barred from school. Um, for those who love your, your gangster rap, Easy e died in 95. If you're a fan of tennis, Art Darash, major tennis champion, uh, died in 1993. Um, if you love music, then Freddie Mercury, probably the all-time greatest frontman of any musical act ever, died. Um, Liberace, Rock Hudson. If you're a fan of Rocky, I know Rocky Five is the worst one. I get it. But uh, Rocky's protege, the real-life name Tommy Morrison, he uh, passed away um, from it. So many lives were lost. And in 1991, just... You know, same year, Magic Johnson uh, contracted the disease. 29,850 U.S. residents died from HIV infection. Um, and it was mostly young people. Um, 77% of folks that were dying were under the age of 45 years old. Um, Evan. I remember I was I'm younger, but I remember the Seinfeld episode with Kramer getting ostracized for not wearing the ribbon. That red ribbon was iconic, and and it was lots of fundraisers. Elton John had his would have his annual fundraisers, lots of different organizations. Can you paint a picture of how big this epidemic was during the nineties? Oh, it was huge. I mean, it was, you know, it was talked about on, you know, both local and, you know, national news, like almost on a daily basis. Like, you know, they, they would talk to us about it in, in school, you know, it was, and, and there was a lot of, you know, a lot of misinformation that went on back then, you know, just kind of like in the early days of COVID, a lot of misinformation, you know, then that's because that's kind of what humans do. It's like, you know, when, when the things come out, we, you know, we, we do panic a little bit and freak out and, you know, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a scary disease because, you know, 
unlike any other sexually transmitted disease, this could kill you, you know, like every other, you know, sexually transmitted disease we could, you know, we could treat with antibiotics or, you know, other means. And yeah, so to, to have something like that, and also like as a kid growing up, like that, having that, I think it's something that, you know, my generation understands well, but like a lot of other generations don't quite understand, but that having that looming over, you know, something that's, you know, an enjoyable, you know, part of life right? is, you know, it, it's a scary thing. And yeah, it was, you know, we were convinced like when, when magic made that press conference and told us all the news, like we were all convinced that he was going to be gone within a few years. Like, you know, that was, that was what everybody knew at that point. You get HIV, you get AIDS and you die, you know? But, you know, he's obviously yeah. defied those odds amazingly. Um, and so have other people, you know, thanks to him and everything like that. But, yeah, it was it was very, very scary back then. Very scary. Ab absolutely. I, um, you know, in doing the research, it's crazy that it used to be known as the gay plague. They yeah. used to call it the gay plague and uh, used to think that, oh, you only like just uh, folks. This is how bad the the people. This is how bad the rumors, the innuendos, the misinformation was out there. First, they figure, oh, you would get it because you're you, you only gays can get it. Um, you could get it if you share a cup of water, if you drink the same from the same water fountain, if you give them a hug, if you shake their hand. Um, if you if you're in a swimming pool if if you're on a if you're playing a game of basketball and they tut and they're there's you know let's say they have sweat on their arms and that sweat gets to you oh you like that's how bad it was um and you know what was the day of, so let's go into the press conference you're watching this press conference what are you thinking what are you feeling what what words do you remember? What was just what were you thinking as you're watching this press conference? Wow, like you know, like I said, I you know, it was I was at home and like I knew it was coming, so like I was you know, it was appointment television for me, like you know, and you know that's how it was a lot for for a lot of our generation back then it was like you know, you either had to catch it live or you didn't catch it at all. But but anyway, like you know. Um, so when I sat down, like, you know, I'd already, at that point, I'd already heard some of the rumblings of like, you know, oh, he's, he's got some, you know, some serious disease, you know, something really bad that may make him retire. But like, I hadn't heard anything about, um, you know, HIV or AIDS at that point. So, so when those words came out of his mouth on the stage, that was the first time that I had heard that. And it was and it was an absolute gut punch because I, you know, not only for the Lakers, like I said, just, just the thought of losing magic. Like, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I, I loved watching this guy play for so long and like, you know, his career got sh cut short, like, you know, at 31. So like, I think the only way to kind of put that in perspective is imagine LeBron, being forced to retire in say like 2012 or something like that. That's, that's the magnitude of this. Somebody who's that big, the face of the league, like suddenly saying, I can't do this anymore. 
I mean, it's it's yeah, it was it yeah, was I, devastating. Yeah, devastating. you know, one of the things that's like I would when he made that announcement, what I was what five years old, so I'm not comprehending. I remember my dad like watching it. I remember him trying to explain it, but not I'm not really understanding. Uh, but it was definitely a conversation like in my household, just hearing like, you know, magic is sick, magic is retired, magic is gonna die. And it's crazy because he was like, you know, in the show winning time, you know, they definitely alluded, not well, they more than alluded to it. They showed it where, hey, magic was a ladies' man. All right. Like <laughs> magic was he was getting he was putting in his work. And but it's just crazy that how bad the stigma was where all of a sudden when he announced it, oh, oh, he's really gay. Oh, yeah. Then him and Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, they they were really gay lovers. That's why they kissed each other on the court, forgetting the fact that they 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 tried to kill each other and almost came to blows in, um, you know, in the in two NBA finals, you know, um, well, one NBA yeah. finals, excuse me, one NBA finals, but it's just, um, well, all of a sudden he was gay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, we did play him twice. Excuse me. In two NBA yeah. finals, it yeah, was, uh, definitely. like, yeah. Um, it was like, yo, all of a sudden they were lovers forgetting that they tried to kill each other over the course of two yeah. finals. So it's just crazy. But I, That's but you know, one thing I do want to say, one reason why Dr. Bus is a legend and their Lakers have the reputation of treating their players first, like, you know, with first class treatment for better or for worse. He not only continued to, he put Magic as an injured reserve player, and he not only continued to pay his full salary, he also threw in 5% of the team. So that's how much he loved Magic. And that's why the Lakers will always be considered a first-class organization. And that's why, to this day, Magic will do anything for the Lakers. Um, and just to show, just to put this in perspective of the impact, what happened to the Lakers the following seasons, here we go. So that 91-92 season without Magic, we went 43-39. and 39. We, we finished six in the division, Eighth in the Western Conference. Um, we lost in four games in the first round to the Trailblazers. Following season, 92-93, we finished below 500 at 39 and 43. Fifth in the, the, the division. Um, eighth in the Western Conference. Once again, losing in the first round, this time to the Phoenix Suns in five games. Um, the 93-94 division. 33 and 49. So we're talking about before they hire the Lakers hired Dell Harris. Uh, we didn't make the playoffs in 93, 94, by the way, but before they hired Dell Harris, but it, before the 94, 95 season, it was just three straight seasons where it was just a downward spiral. That's what happened toward the organization. Now, if some can, you know, is if some conspiracy theorists, and, you know, people want to connect the dots to say, hey, you know, without Magic retiring so early, you know, we would not have had the opportunity to get, um, you know, Kobe. We would not have gotten Shaq in the, in the 96, 97 season. 
hey, I'll let you I'll let you run wild with that. But it definitely took a, the franchise in a whole nother direction when Magic was forced to retire. Um, but those are definitely the lost. Like, you, you know, those are like from 91 to like 95. You never hear any Laker fans talk about that period of time. What was it? What were those? What was that four year block like? Oh, it was rough. It was rough. Definitely. You know, I mean, they were still, they were still competitive, you know, which, which I always did appreciate, but, but yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was a big hole when magic left, you know, and, and, you know, Worthy only stuck around for, you know, I, I believe two years after that. So yeah, it was, it was a rough stretch, you know, excuse me for a second. Of course, of course. Yeah, it was definitely a rough stretch. It was yeah. definitely a rough stretch, but but, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it was definitely a rough stretch. I want to say, but but you know what? Um, as much as everyone thought at the time it was that was the end of Magic, it wasn't the case. He is still living. He is healthy. Um, if you follow him on social media, then you know every summer he takes like a six week trip on a mega yacht. Life is good for uh, uh, for Mr. Magic. But I wanted to, before we, like, as we close this out, Evan, like, I want to get to a couple of things. The 92 All-Star Game, NBA All-Star Game. Now, oh, I, have, I have been talking about this All-Star Game for, like, the last couple of months because I use that as a Great gauge game. when it comes to just the competitiveness of the league. But... This is the uh, all-star game in Orlando. So he was voted in by the fans. He was, uh, he was voted, Magic was voted in by the fans to start for the Western Conference. Um, what was that game like? Obviously, he won MVP. He hit like a memorable three at the end. What was that game like? What was the, even the reports? I know Carl Malone had a problem with it. What was what was everything going on before and during that game? Oh man, yeah, you, you bring up the Carl Malone shit, and yeah, like Carl was like considering his background and like what he was complaining about with all of that. Like, yeah, I've, I've got a big fuck you for Carl on that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm still like, yeah, I I can't forgive Carl for that because like he he was one of the big driving forces that kept magic from you know from coming back to even play at all and you know like that was the you know the compromise was to get him to you know come back for you know at least an all-star game to, so that he gets a farewell so yeah yeah it was and it was like you know like i already i already didn't like carl so yeah it was it just added to it and like but so like when it finally did happen in that day, it was like, I still think of that game as like the, a beautiful fever dream that like, it, it, like it didn't feel real. And like, it was, it, it was like a total fairy tale of a game. Like, you know, he comes out and he's amazing and like, you know, gets the MVP and just like, you know, everything that he was throwing up was was dropping in and just yeah it was it was freaking beautiful and it like you know for you know the way things ended 
it was kind of like like this you know this satisfying kind of like at least we got to give him a goodbye you know and you know actually make me make me a little misty thinking about it but yeah it was it was it was special man it was extremely special and like you know like actually i want to i've got i've got a little memento here i want to i want to show you oh please we want to see it this this old dirty hat here if you yes see there that's oh that's signed that's signed by magic oh shit now i bought this hat in um you know the the season right before the back there or the beginning of the season of the back-to-backs and i never bought another hat like I still was wearing this hat when when I was watching the pe- press conference, and wow. I didn't buy another Lakers hat probably until like about you know ninety eight or ninety nine. So like you know this this thing got retired when it got you know like really yeah you know, that's what see, we're talking about really really worn. Um, and you know like I never wanted to throw it away, you know because because of sentimental value, and then. I lucked into an opportunity where my sister, you know, who's a costume designer for um, in Hollywood, she she got a temporary job actually buying clothes for Magic, and so oh nice. She she said like you know hey is there you got anything that you know that you'd want signed and I'm like yes yes I do I it's I know Absolutely. it's a little weird but like so I, I dug this thing out washed it off as best as I could sent it out to her and. She got it signed by him, and he also signed a basketball. I've got this over here. Ah, this is dope. This is fucking dope, folks. Yes, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're fucking talking about. Yeah, and so, like, and, you know, this hat, like, you know, it means nothing to anybody else but me, but, like, that, that hat means the world to me, you know, because... Yeah, like when when that happened with with Magic, like I, you know, like I was I was pretty depressed. Like I didn't, you know, and it wasn't that like, you know, I had lost you know complete hope in the team, but it was just kind of like, you know, I didn't want to buy a new hat just because like, you know, it would make me have to fully like you know kind of come to terms with the fact that he's that he's gone, you know, and that he yeah. wasn't playing anymore, you know, absolutely. So, so yeah, so like, yeah, I, I just yeah. I just wanted to share that with you guys, and you know, it was, yeah, that hat means the world to me. <laughs> hey, if, if hey, if you are listening to this on any podcast platform, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever, I encourage you go over to YouTube and watch the video. Check out this hat. It's you see magics. The magic signature number 32 right on the brim. You see the basketball. So definitely check that out. So that is dope as fuck. And you know what? This is the perfect way for for us to wrap. Dope as fuck. Love it. Love it. Love it. This is the perfect way for us to end this episode. But I want to do this. Evan, you know, you've been you've been on the show before. So we always end our episode talking about what we're watching. So what are you watching, man? Um, actually I'm just finishing up, um, the boys, you know, I, I had gotten like bogged down with so many other shows and ended up stopping watching that at, um, 
about halfway through season two. So I I dove back in even um, rewatch season one and you know so I am I'm up to actually the season finale which I'm going to watch you know hopefully later tonight and then I want to get into um, the the spinoff from that um, Gen uh, V uh, Gen V Gen Thank V you. yes wow yeah, wow like, wow you you are literally the fifth person. That keeps telling me, watch the boys, watch the boys, watch the boys. You got to watch Gen V. So, yeah. So, it is my next show. It is my next show to watch. It's really, really brilliant writing. You know, there is there is some wonderful stuff about power dynamics within relationships and within every kind of relationship you can think of and how those power dynamics can, you know, work and how they can go completely wrong and it's it's really brilliantly written in that respect you know yeah and uh yeah and then i i believe jeffrey morgan is in it yeah right jeffrey morgan's in the yeah i'm a huge fan of his so uh yeah that's negan folks if uh you know any walking dead fans um i'm you know what i'm it just premiered um today i mean it just premiered on sunday the day we're recording this and i'm watching um bass the bass reeves story it's uh it's a another spinoff it's a newest spinoff from the yellowstone universe and um bass reeves in real life he was one of the first uh black sheriffs black lawmen in this country and uh, i they premiered it's on paramount plus they premiered the first two episodes i actually just watched the first episode before um we before we started recording and as soon as we finish i'm gonna watch the second episode the writing is brilliant taylor sheridan oh man like he he is on such a roll with yellowstone the whole yellow yellowstone universe which includes um 1883 and uh, 19 um 1923 they just announced two new spin-offs uh and obviously the yellow the mother show itself yellowstone brilliant writing he also has um Tulsa King starting Sylvester Stallone and Mayor of Kingstown uh with uh Jeremy uh, Renner um just brilliant writing and just Bass Reeves I'm not going to give any spoilers it's powerful it's really powerful. It talks about the end of the Civil War from the perspective of a slave. Um, and then, um, you know, I like I said, I just one episode in. So I re- highly recommend that to anyone. But um, Evan, you came through in the clutch once again for us. Uh, thank you. I'm, you know, I'm glad that your computer's working. I'm glad that you're able to participate in this conversation. So we will yeah, we will get old, but we'll never grow up. But look, um, hey, catch us next week, folks. Meeting of the gold mines. Um, and then also NBA season is here. We're we're every night we're on playback. Um if um for watch parties. We're watching the Laker games. We're also watching all of um we're watching games every night. So if it's uh Watching Victor Wembanyama with the Spurs. If it's watching the clusterfuck called known as the Los Angeles Clippers, 
if it's watching, you know, freak time with Giannis and Dame for the Milwaukee games, we're watching it. So uh, join us on playback, um, hang out with us, uh, playback.tv backslash PGM fan cave. You can also get your PGM merch at purplegoldmines.com. And last but ne- never least, please follow us on Twitter slash X, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube at Purple Gold Mines. I am Born Rebel, a.k.a. Zen, and we will catch you next week for the next episode of Meeting of the Gold Mines. Later. The cage, we raising all of the stakes. Made no mistake. Either you stay in your place or we put in you on a plate. Look at our face. We put the fear in the dirt. We had the